All right, good morning, guys. Welcome to Conmigo. I'm Sarah, and I am here today with a really awesome author. We've already read her book a ton of times at my house. Her name is Kate Berry. Hi, Kate. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me in your beautiful studio. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> so I was going to ask you a little bit about um, how you got started writing and maybe what inspired the book you're going to read today. Cool. Well, um, I had a crazy uh, background. I uh, grew up doing a lot of acting and I went and got my degree and I did that for all throughout my 20s. And um, then I got tired of not knowing when I was going to work. So I got more into songwriting and uh, I formed a band in New York City with a bunch of theater people. And I met my husband that way. It was really fun. And and then we relocated back to Austin and I got married and I had two kids in two years. And I feel like I went to Picture Book University. All we were doing for many, you know, the first three years was just reading picture books. And I wasn't able to perform too much anymore. And one day I woke up and I remembered that one of the very first things I wanted to do as a little girl was to write. And I found there was this amazing place to learn how to write for children right here in Austin, Texas at the Writing Barn. And so I went down and it was this crazy experience where I felt like I was putting on this old coat that was so familiar, all of my background with acting and learning about dialogue and, and what makes tension and story. And then all of the economy I learned when I was writing songs all came together really organically. So it was um, it was pretty magical. And, and then it happened really quickly. I got an agent pretty quickly and the book sold pretty quickly. Um, but I like to tell people it was kind of 20 years um, in, in, the, in the making, although I didn't realize it. I only saw it looking backwards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. That's <laughs> like meant to be. It's yeah. It perfect. was really, really, really cool. And I got very, very lucky. And um, I just feel like I'm living my dream that I didn't even know was possible until opportunities just presented themselves. So I'm a big champion in following your curiosity. Oh, I love that. That's like, first of all, amazing message for all of you guys out there, but also an amazing <laughs> message for me because I think, yeah, it's, you yeah. forget that sometimes. You so. do. And especially after um, you've, you become a mom, I think for me, I don't know if if you felt this way, but I really felt my identity really took a hit. I didn't know who I was anymore. And I had kids later in life. It shouldn't have been like that. But I, I feel like, I hope that we can all talk about that more and and just to kind of use your children and also your your background and and maybe, you know, look for look for how your life is different and the same. That's Definitely a conversation that when this goes <laughs> off in our audience is you and me, I would love to talk about because yeah. that that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Powerful. Okay. Moms, if you're listening, <laughs> we may keep recording after this. So tune yeah, in if you want yeah. to, because that's a really good conversation for it, sure. It's it's important. Yeah. I think we'll keep rolling after cool. this and talk about that awesome. too. I'd love it. All right. So will you tell us a little bit about the book you're going to read for our audience today and maybe a little bit about what inspired Penguin and Tiny Shrimp <laughs> don't do bedtime? That's right. <laughs> well, I was telling Sarah before we 
hit the record button that I have two kids that were born. They're only 13 and a half months apart. So we weren't getting a lot of sleep in our house and our children really hated bedtime. And as I was learning how to write picture books, I was just writing them nonstop. And one of these, well, this book actually flew out of me very quickly. And um, I I realized later the inspiration was uh, writing a duo, which is usually you have duos that are very different two characters that are juxtaposed very differently. But with mine, which I think um, made it a little bit different, is that the the sidekick, the little tiny shrimp, is kind of um, only doing what the penguin wants to do, but extra. So, yes, yes let's do this more. And so... Um, so they were basically basically based on my kids, but I didn't realize it at the time. That happens a lot in writing. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. And when we read this book, I kind of am like sideways looking at my kids like, this is you all the time. You guys are going <laughs> off the rocker before. It's, and then, yeah, and then we'll see what happens. It's the exact same. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot about siblings, I think. Um, and it's also just a lot about um, having fun. Yeah. And, and and going with the kids rather than trying to set rules of you have to do this and you have to, you know, maybe yeah. just follow them and Go see what flow. happens. Yeah, For sure. Awesome. Okay. So in just a minute, Kate Berry is going to read her book for us. But I wanted to pose a little question to you guys first. I want you to think about how you feel about bedtime. What is it that you feel in your body when you hear mom and dad say, it's time to get ready for bed? Or you notice that the sun is setting and you're like, Oh, man, no more daylight. Are you excited? How do you feel about bedtime? And what happens before you finally hit that pillow? So think about that while Miss Barry reads her book. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that after the story. Yay. All right. Should I go ahead and read? That sounds great. Okay. Take it away, Kate. Penguin and Tiny Shrimp Don't Do Bedtime. Words by Kate Barry. Pictures by my pal Charles Santoso. Penguin says, this is not a bedtime book. And Tiny Shrimp says, we don't do bedtime. There's no room for toothbrushing and bath time in this book. Hit the road, ducky. And there's nothing about big soft beds. No. Or cozy covers. No. Or super squishy pillows. Oh, squishy pillows. You won't catch us with sleepy sheep or wishing stars. Sayonara, sheep! This book has fireworks. Oh, yeah, now we're talking. And running through the Serengeti. I've got my sneakers. Swinging from vines in the rainforest. Flying hot air balloons. Sailing through shark-infested waters. This book has songs. Should we do a moon? Should we do a wake? And jokes. What do you call a fish with two knees? A two-knee fish. This book 
even has a unihippo. One thing this book will never do is make you tired. We're here all night. This book will never make you yawn. <gasps> so not tired. See, my eyelids aren't heavy at all. You're just resting them. I promise this book will keep you awake. This book will see you in the morning. Oh, that was so fun and so cute. I love that story. <laughs> Thank you for reading that. Thank you. Thank you. It's super fun to act out. Yeah. Those voices like made it everything. I was like, even if, you know, the kids are in the car driving and don't have the book in front of them, you can totally see this teeny tiny little shrimp with his high pitched voice and his penguin sibling or friend. Yes. Well, I love to write in dialogue. That's my my favorite thing. Yeah. That was so cute. Thank you. They did not want to go to bed, but in the end, they finally... Uh. They just get too pooped. Yeah. They hit the What pillow. are you going to do? And isn't that a great way to go? Yes. <laughs> Going all out. Just party. And then finally you're like, I'm going to hit the pillow. Yeah, I feel right. like I did everything today. I'm ready. That's right. That's so and cute. you don't even have to admit it. You can just yeah. crash out. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Remember that, kids. So now if, you, if you've got some energy in there, moms and dads, maybe there's a way to flow with it till they, they hit the right. pillow. That's right. <laughs> Awesome. So um, I know we had a few questions for you if you sure. want to answer some. Awesome. Okay. So um, I know Elliot, my son, one thing he was really curious about when uh -huh. he read this book is where did the Unihippo come from? Mm. And also there were lots of lions and monkeys in the boat with them. That was kind of a statement, but if you want to talk <laughs> a little bit about the animals in there. <laughs> yeah. So, well, the Unihippo... Um, was just, I was leading and leading when I was writing the book to a big climactic moment. And I knew it wanted to be a big character and it just flew out of my, um, out of my mouth. I'm afraid that's not me. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. That's okay. There was a rogue phone left in this <laughs> recording area. See, we can roll with it though. Yeah. We're moms. There we go. So I wanted it to be a big climactic moment and I and I wrote a hippo in there and I and then suddenly my brain, when you're in a flow with writing, it just went over the top and I made it a unihippo. Yes. Because I feel like um what could be what could top a unihippo as the climax of a book? Seriously. Yeah. That, I mean, you don't expect a unihippo. <laughs> they come out of nowhere. <laughs> They're so awesome. I would love to see one. I know. I would too. They would be very popular in the zoo. <laughs> yes, for sure. Another question we had was, what made you decide on a penguin and a shrimp? Penguin? Well... My son is obsessed with penguins. He probably has 147 stuffed animals of penguins. So that was just kind of a natural um, thing to write about. And then the tiny shrimp was another gift from the writing muses. It just popped in my head and it's pretty unique. Um, I don't think many, in the beginning, people were asking me, well, 
do penguins eat shrimp? And I said, well, they might, but these two um, are friends. And so why not? That's kind of another little layer of a statement there that you can actually be friends with somebody who's a natural enemy. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. That's the same thing Elliot said. He goes, but penguins eat shrimp. And I'm like, well, these penguins, this penguin and this shrimp are good friends regardless. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I didn't answer your other question about the the monkey and the lion. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to go back to that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, what's really cool about picture books, and you'll have to think about this the next time you read one that has the writer and the person who drew the pictures as separate. My illustrator actually lives all the way over in China and Singapore, and I've mm-hmm. never met him. And the, the publisher, HarperCollins, or whoever publishes the book, they're responsible for hiring the illustrator. And what's really cool is that I write it, and then he goes and does all the art, or she, and um, then you get the sketches back. And it's this really wonderful gift. You don't know how it's going to look. And with a, with a lot of picture books, what's really cool is though I've written the story, they'll actually have written a story for you as well with the pictures. And so what Charles did with, I think so brilliantly, if you'll notice with each page, they're adding like the star comes along for the journey. And then when they're in the rainforest, there's animals from that that come along. And then in the Serengeti, the lion joins and then the octopus joins from the ocean spread. And so you get two stories for one. There's a story that the that the text is telling you, and then there's a story that the pictures are telling you. Oh, I had no idea that it was so, like, you didn't really know until later that how it came together with the visual. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's really interesting. Yeah. And in fact, it's a wonderful way to um, collaborate because I didn't actually end the book with the Unihippo. For those of you who haven't read it, the Unihippo is actually saying that final line. But because his sketches were so wonderful, my editor said, how would you feel about Unihippo ending the book? And I said, of course. So it's all these wonderful, happy accidents that can happen when you collaborate. Yeah. Oh, that is so fun. That's really cool. That's a really cool secret into how book writing happens. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you so much, Kate Berry, for reading with us today. Sure. Really appreciate it. And I was wondering if there's anything else any new books you have coming out or anything? Oh, yes. Um, in this October, um, the end of October, I think it's October 29th, 2019. 2019 is the release date of a new book I have called Chicken Break. And it's an Ocean's Eleven style barnyard breakout oh, yeah. counting book. And it's told in rhyme. It's like a heist. They they count up to 10 and then they break out and go crazy. See the opera, the bantam of the opera, all these really <laughs> funny things. And then they break back in, counting back from 10 to 1 and um, fall asleep into a chicken break. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. It's really fun. Nice. We'll have to look for that book, too, yeah, out there. Yeah, thanks. Cool. I'm excited. We'll have a big party at Book People. <gasps> yeah, yeah. you have to. We'll love to announce when that happens. Cool. And I would love to go. So, yes, cool. I want you there. Thank you. That'd be so great. <laughs> All right, guys. So check out more books by Kate Berry, including her upcoming one, Chicken Break. And thanks. don't forget to also check out Penguin and Tiny Shrimp Don't Do Bedtime find them at your local bookstores. Um, All right, Kate, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is so fun to get out of my little hovel of writing and talk to another human. Yeah, that's always (laughs) nice. Yes, that's a nice thing to do. And kids, remember, down with bedtime, up with books. 
Yes. Good message <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, thank you guys for joining me today. I look forward to talking with you next time on Conmigo. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. Welcome, Welcome to Conmigo. Conmigo.